Dunhuang. Situated along the ancient Silk Road, where fine arts and divine beliefs merged with the natural world. It's where the East and West interacted and where the world's largest Buddhist art gallery still fascinates and amazes people today. A place where stories of life and death, love and hatred, passion and desire, faith and sacrifice have been generated and told for 2,000 years. Buckle up for our podcast, Why We Love Dunhuang, the one and only podcast that can take you to the fantasy world of Dunhuang and beyond through our audio tour. Listen and subscribe for free on major podcast platforms. Why we love Dunhuang? You will have your answers. 鸟儿的欢鸣，心水的婉转，悲心every 英国诗人约翰·德莱顿的一句话：“英国女诗人夏绿蒂·缪的一首诗歌《Song》歌，最后让我们一起来读中国现当代著名作家杨朔所写的一篇散文《荔枝蜜》（Lychee We first make our habits, and then our habits make us. John Dryden. We first一七零零年去世，英国诗人，也是英国古典主义时期重要的批评家和戏剧家。他通过戏剧批评和创作实践，为英国古典主义戏剧的发生发展做出了杰出的贡献。玄学诗人一词就是由德莱顿最先提出来
。德莱顿还是英诗中最早主张不应把介词放在诗句末尾的人之一，因为他认为那样做不符合拉丁文法。We first make our habits, and then our habits make us. John Dryden. 我们先养成习惯，然后习惯造就我们。约翰·德莱顿。您正在收听的是轻松调频美文阅读 ，More to Read。下面让我们一起来读诗。More to Read。闭上双眼，静静聆听，敞开心扉，慢慢品味。Poem of the day。Song by Charlotte Mary Mew。Love, love today, my dear. Love is not always here. Wise maids know how soon grows sere. The greenest leaf of spring, but no man knoweth whither it goeth, when the wind bloweth so frail a thing. Love. Love, my dear, today, if the ship's in the bay, if the bird has come your way, that sings on summer trees, when his song faileth and the ship saileth, no voice availeth to call back these. Lady,没有爱，我亲爱的，相爱在今朝。爱不会常在，聪明的姑娘知道，春天的绿叶枯萎有多快，但没有男子懂得，秋风吹，叶儿坠，就此衰败。爱，我亲爱的，相爱在今
，他们往往会表现出女性所特有的坚定、执着和无所畏惧。那么，我们今天读到的这首歌，就表现了一位姑娘对爱情的大胆向往和对恋人的勇敢追求。不仅在内容上是为数不多的女性爱情诗中的上品，在艺术上，其贴切自然的比喻更是这首诗歌的主要审美价值所在。《文心雕龙》的作者刘勰曾经说过：“此之为意，曲类不长，或寓于声，或方乎貌，或拟于心，或辟于事。要使这心事表达的明白清楚，形象生动，诗人就必须善于联想。那么，在歌的第一节中，主要是细腻地刻画了怀春少女的一片痴情。她敞开心扉，直抒胸臆，毫不掩饰地道出她对爱情的大胆追求。”爱我亲爱的，相爱在今朝，爱不会常在。然后用“秋风吹掉落叶”这一自然景象来比喻姑娘自己青春短暂，稍纵即逝。若不抓住这美好时光，那么姑娘心理上的春天就会一去不复返。至此，诗人还是比较委婉的倾吐衷肠，用“聪明的姑娘知道”。但没有男子懂得这样的诗句来旁敲侧击所爱的人。紧接着又进一步借物托意：如果提倡在夏日枝头的鸟儿一旦歌声消歇，如果停泊在港湾的船儿起航，再把他们呼唤，那已无望。至此，诗人用丰富的联想把姑娘的心思直观形象地表达出来，使读者在佩服她的胆量。赞赏他的才华的同时，更加希望他的如意郎君能心领神会，早结同心。整首诗刻画了一个热情大胆的姑娘，她珍惜生命，珍惜青春，珍惜爱情，她勇于追求，在青春这美好的人生段落，她爱的大胆，爱的热烈，同时又表现了这个姑娘对青春易逝、爱情难觅的忧虑。正是这种感情上的矛盾，使他更加体会到青春和爱情的可贵，因此他对爱情的追求也就更勇敢、更执着。在结构上，这首诗歌以反复咏叹的形式表现了一个怀春少女的艺术形象，而语言上则有民歌的风味，朴实、灵活、泼辣、浅近、通俗，毫无人工复杂的痕迹，具有独特的艺术魅力。Song by Charlotte Mary Mew. Love, love today, my dear. Love is not always here. Wise maids know how soon grows sere the greenest leaf of spring, but no man knoweth whither it goeth when the wind bloweth. So frail a thing. Love, love, my dear. Today, if the ship's in the bay, if the bird has come your way, that sings on summer trees, when his song faileth and the ship saileth, no voice availeth to call back these.
夏绿蒂缪。爱，我亲爱的，相爱在今朝。爱不会常在，聪明的姑娘知道，春天的绿叶枯萎有多快，但没有男子懂得，秋风吹，叶儿坠，就此衰败。我亲爱的，相爱在今朝。如果鸟儿在夏日的枝头对你歌唱，一旦歌声消歇，船儿起航，再把它们呼唤，那已无望。世界，用心用心聆听。Beauty of words。欢迎您继续收听轻松调频美文阅读 ，More to Read。我是沈听，下面让我们一起来感受 Beauty of words。杨朔是中国现当代著名作家、散文家，他出生于1913年 ，1968 年去世，山东蓬莱人。抗日战争时期，他写过不少通讯和中短篇小说；解放战争时期，担任新华社特派记者；而抗美援朝时期，则写出优秀长篇小说《三千里江山》。新中国成立后，曾任中国作家协会外国文学委员会的主任，保卫世界和平大会党组常委，同时还写了大量散文。我们接下来要读到的《荔枝蜜》这篇文章。巧妙地运用了足章显制、借物育人这两种技法。文章开头，作者写自己曾被蜜蜂蛰了一下，因而看到蜜蜂心里就不舒服。继而，作者又描写了荔枝蜜的甜香，不觉动了情，由蜜想到酿蜜的蜜蜂，便到蜂场去参观。作者了解了蜜蜂的生活习性后，开始赞美蜜蜂，表现蜜蜂的高尚品质。然而，作品的结尾却来了个大转弯，从歌颂蜜蜂转到歌颂勤劳勇敢的农民。这样的结尾显得自然有力，也统贯了全篇要义，此即足章显制之法的妙用。好，下面呢，就让我们一起来读一下这篇文章的中英文版本。英文版本由我的同事星玉为您朗读，由杨宪义、戴乃蝶翻译。荔枝蜜，杨朔。Lychee honey， 杨朔。花鸟草虫，凡是上得画的，那原物往往也叫人喜爱。蜜蜂是画家的爱物，我却总不大喜欢。说起来可笑，孩子时候有一回上树掐海棠花，不想叫蜜蜂蛰了一下，痛得我差点跌下来。大人告诉我。蜜蜂轻易不蜇人，准是误以为你要伤害它才蜇，一蜇它自己耗尽生命也活不久了。我听了觉得那蜜蜂可怜，原谅它了。可是从此以后，每逢看见蜜蜂，感情上疙疙瘩瘩的，总不怎么舒服。Flowers, birds, grass, and insects, which are popular with artists, are usually delightful things. 
yet I never had much liking for bees, though they often appear in paintings. The reason is laughable. One day, when I was a child, I climbed a cherry tree to pick some blossom and got stung by a bee. The pain nearly made me fall off. Grown-ups told me that bees never stung, unless they were afraid you were going to hurt them, and stinging someone would cost a bee its own life. When I heard that, I felt sorry for the bee and forgave it. Still, after that, the sight of a bee always filled me with misgivings. 今年四月，我到广东从化温泉小住了几天。四围是山，怀里抱着一潭春水，那又浓又翠的景色，简直是一幅青绿山水画。刚去的当晚是个阴天，偶尔倚着楼窗一望，奇怪啊，怎么楼前凭空涌起那么多黑黝黝的小山，一重一重的起伏不断。记得楼前是一片比较平坦的园林，不是山，这到底是什么幻景呢？赶到天明一看，忍不住笑了，原来是满野的荔枝树，一棵连一棵，每棵的叶子都密得不透风，黑夜看去，可不就像小山似的。Last April, I went for a short stay at the Tsonghua Warm Springs in Guangdong. Beautiful as a traditional blue and green landscape painting, the pool of clear spring water was surrounded on all sides by verdant mountains. I arrived in one overcast evening. Happening to look out of the window, I was astonished to see undulating dark hills looming tier after tier before me. The view from the guesthouse, as I remembered, was of a level garden, not of hills. Had my eyes played me false? I had to laugh the next morning when I looked again and saw a wide stretch of lychee trees with dense foliage. They had resembled small hills in the dark. 荔枝也许是世上最鲜最美的水果。苏东坡写过这样的诗句：“日啖荔枝三百颗，不辞长作岭南人。”可见荔枝的妙处。偏偏我来的不是时候。满树刚开着浅黄色的小花，并不出众。新发的嫩叶颜色淡红，比花倒还重看些。从开花到果子成熟，大约得三个月。看来我是等不及吃鲜荔枝了。Lychee is perhaps the most delicious fruit in the world. Su Dongpo, an ancient Chinese poet, wrote. I would gladly stay forever in Lingnan, eating three hundred lychees a day. This indicates how much the fruit was sought after. I had come at a time when the small yellow flowers, less attractive than the pink new leaves, were just beginning to blossom. It would take another three months for the fruit to ripen, so I wouldn't be eating fresh lychees here this time. 吃鲜荔枝蜜倒是时候。有人也许没听说这稀罕物吧？从化的荔枝树多得像汪洋大海，开花时节，那蜜蜂满野嗡嗡嗡嗡，忙得忘记早晚，有时还趁着月色采花酿蜜。荔枝蜜的特点是成色纯，养分多，住在温泉的人多半喜欢吃这种蜜，滋养精神。热心肠的同志为我也弄到两瓶。
一开瓶子塞就是那么一股甜香。调上半杯一喝，甜香里带着股清气，很有点鲜荔枝味喝着这样的好蜜，你会觉得生活都是甜的呢。我不觉动了情，想去看看自己一向不大喜欢的蜜蜂。It was the best time for lychee honey, though. Maybe some people have not heard of this rarity. At this time of year, when the Tsonghua lychee trees seem a sea of blossom, there's humming and buzzing everywhere as bees gather nectar from dawn till dusk and under the moonlight too. The honey they produce is pure and highly nutritious. The local people take it as a tonic. A warm-hearted friend got me two bottles too, and as soon as I opened one. It scented the air, mixed with water. It tasted as fragrant and delicate as fresh lychee, a heavenly drink-like nectar. I decided to overcome my old prejudice and have a look at the bees. 荔枝林深处隐隐露出一角白屋，那是温泉公社的养蜂场，却起了个有趣的名叫养蜂大厦。正当时分春色，花开得正闹。一走进大厦，只见成群结队的蜜蜂出出进进，飞去飞来，那沸沸扬扬的情景会使你想，说不定蜜蜂也在赶着建设什么新生活呢。Half hidden in the depths of the lychee orchard was a white apiary run by the Warm Springs Commune, which they jokingly refer to as the Bee's Mansion. It was spring then, and the blossom was at its best. As I approached the mansion. Swarms of bees were flying in and out, as hard at work as if they too were in a hurry to build themselves a new society. 养蜂员老梁领我走进大厦，叫他老梁，其实是个青年人，举动很精细。大概是老梁想叫我深入一下蜜蜂的生活，小心翼翼地揭开一个木头蜂箱，箱里隔着一排板，每块板上满是蜜蜂，如如地爬着。蜂王是黑褐色的，身量特别细长。每只蜜蜂都愿意用采来的花粉供养它。老梁叹息似的轻轻说：“你瞧这群小东西，多听话。” The beekeeper Old Liang showed me around. He was not in fact an old man, but a deft young one. To show me how this colony of bees lived, he carefully opened up a wooden hive. The various partitions in it were covered with crawling bees. They were all supplying the nectar they had gathered to the dark brown queen bee, who had a long, narrow body. Old Liang said softly, "Look at the little creatures. Aren't they well disciplined?" 我就问道，像这样一窝蜂，一年能割多少蜜？老梁说，能割几十斤。蜜蜂这物件最爱劳动。广东天气好，花又多，蜜蜂一年四季都不闲着，酿的蜜多，自己吃的可有限，每回割蜜给他们留一点点糖，够他们吃的就行了。他们从来不争，也不计较什么，还是继续劳动，继续酿蜜，整日整月不辞辛苦。How much honey can you extract from a hive this size per year? Dozens of gin. The bees are industrious, while our province has good weather and plenty of flowers. 
They work the whole year round and eat only a fraction of the honey they produce. Each time we extract it, we leave them a little sugar. They never argue or complain, just go on producing honey day after day. 我又问道：“这样好蜜，不怕什么东西来糟蹋吗？”老梁说：“怎么不怕？你得提防虫子爬进来，还得提防大黄蜂。大黄蜂这贼最恶，常常落在蜜蜂窝洞口，专干坏事。”我不觉笑道：“哦，自然界也有侵略者，该怎么对付大黄蜂呢？”老梁说：“赶，赶不走就打死他。”要让它待在那儿，会咬死蜜蜂的。Are there any pests you have to guard against? Yes, beetles and hornets too. The hornets are the worst. They often lurk outside the hives to rob the bees. How do you cope then with these insect marauders? We kill them when they come. Otherwise, they'd kill the bees. 我想起一个问题，就问，可是呢？一只蜜蜂能活多久？老梁回答说：“蜂王可以活三年，一只工蜂最多能活六个月。”我说：“原来寿命这样短，你不是总得往蜂房外边打扫死蜜蜂吗？”老梁摇一摇头说：“从来不用，蜜蜂是很懂事的，活到限数，自己就悄悄死在外边，再也不回来了。” How long does a bee live? I asked. A queen may live three years. A worker, no more than six months at the most. Such a short life! You must spend a lot of time clearing dead bees out of the hives. Never. Bees are considerate that way. When the time comes, they fly off quietly to die outside. They don't come back. 我的心不禁一颤。多可爱的小生灵啊！对人无所求，给人的却是极好的东西。蜜蜂是在酿蜜，又是在酿造生活，不是为自己，而是在为人类酿造最甜的生活。蜜蜂是渺小的，蜜蜂却又多么高尚啊 ！I was deeply touched by these lovable little creatures who make no demands on people but give them of their best while producing honey. They're also adding such sweetness to human life. Though so small, there's something laudable about bees. 透过荔枝树林，我沉吟地望着远远的田野，那儿正有农民立在水田里，辛辛勤勤地分秧插秧。他们正用劳力建设自己的生活，实际也是在酿蜜，为自己，为别人，也为后世子孙酿造着生活的蜜。I gazed thoughtfully at the field behind the lychee groves, where commune members were hard at work. With their labor, they were building themselves a new life. Actually, they were producing sweetness too for themselves as well as for others. They were creating a life sweet as honey for their posterity. 这黑夜，我做了个奇怪的梦，梦见自己变成一只小蜜蜂，酿造着未来。That night, I had an odd dream that I too had turned into a bee.
谢您收听今天的美文阅读节目。您也可以通过云听 App 在线实时收听美文阅读以及轻松调频的其他节目。想要查看美文阅读节目文稿，欢迎您访问网站 radio.cgtn.com。今天的节目就到这儿，我是沈听，我们明天见。